Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, you always have to have the last scat. It's true. It's true. I can't help myself. I just love it. It's as an art form. I think it's great. Who was the first person to scat? Caveman. I think it was Jane Lynch. Oh, dear. That was chilling. Um, uh, Welcome to Freedom, the caveman podcast where we say everything was done first by the caveman. Yeah, it's It's our thing. First man on the moon, caveman. (laughs) (laughs) Who took the first drink of water? Caveman. Caveman. Well, that's true. Who was the first to wear stripes? Caveman. Caveman, of course. (laughs) Do you... (laughs) Imagine you're a caveman, right? And okay. you're, and you're thirsty. Now I can't yeah. follow what you're saying. And you see it's <laughs> <laughs> lost me again, Paul. Because now I'm a caveman and I don't speak English. Oh no, I hadn't considered this. How no, do no, I we'll never get her back? Idea? We'll never get her back. She's okay. imagining she's a caveman. Imagine someone else is a caveman. And okay. they're really thirsty. And they see a stream. And like they post like selfies all the time. <laughs> and they're really thick. <laughs> With two C's. The idea, the idea of a thirst trap, like <laughs> they got you, they got you, you fell they into the trap. I looked at your abs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you? <laughs> what do you guys think when you like just are scrolling and then you see like your friend like basically naked? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm like. I got I to admit, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Sure. I don't think it, any it of my friends on how are often naked they on do Instagram. It. What, Scott? I don't think any of my friends are naked on Instagram. Oh, you got to like get better friends. I, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, but yeah, every once in a while in the Explore or whatever, I'll see some like improviser and they're wearing a G-string and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of your personality? <laughs> it's so true. Look, Scott, if you had a had a fucking slamming bod, right? Yeah, I'll never know. Don't say that. <laughs> you you could starve I yourself. Just want a slamming bod once. <laughs> you could One get day. so ripped and start posting g-string photos in like g-string. <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far. I mean, if you're if you're hot enough, you should just wear a g-string all the time. No. If, <laughs> if you are hot enough. There's no reason not to. That's the thing. You worked yeah. hard at it or you were genetically born with it or whatever. You know, it's like, great. Maybe it's Just, Maybelline. Yeah. Could be true. any of those options. Show it off. If it's Maybelline, show it off. I remember seeing a clip on uh, YouTube of some UCB show. It was some team that Mary Holland was in. And they did a scene where people showed up in bathing suits and Mary was wearing a bikini, but she she drew abs on herself. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. That is funny. Good uh, stuff. Good stuff. Good wow, that's really, that's really cool that Mary did something great. Okay, moving on. Lauren. She should be on Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> she never will be. Just want to reiterate, Mary Holland will never be on Freedom. That's we the Freedom be. promise. We should, if we if one of us can't make a show, mm. we should have to cover our shift with someone else that's weird like like when you're it's, a waiter like if you can't make your 
No, I got you the concept. It. it doesn't have to be about waiting tables in order for it to weird. make sense. It's like a restaurant has these people that take or dinner orders from the patrons. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's like it's Cafe Cordiali. Like, if I couldn't be there, then, like, I would get someone to cover my shift. So for you guys that, are so that, thirsty for, that, for Cafe Cordiali. It's I like if, if you I were still around, you would be in there every day. It sounds I, you know gross. What? I'm honestly. <laughs> it sounds gross. <laughs> it was good. I if if it were still around, I would go there. I'm kind of disappointed I never got to go there. Yeah, I I I went back after I quit. What jobs have you ever been to after you quit? Well, oh my you god! Ever I, babysit any kids after you quit? No, but I I quit, <laughs> I quit jobs. But like I said, I would only every other job like I've mentioned, I would only work for like two days, and then I would have so much stress about going again that I couldn't ever go, and I'd have to quit. But then I would like sometimes go by the place and be like. <laughs> like I would just be like nervous they would see in. me and I can never go back in of course yeah think of places you ever buy I... a house a uh, house no you ever buy you ever a buy house <laughs> you ever buy a haunted house you ever buy a haunted house after you quit a house have you ever bought it uh what did you want to say have you did you ever buy a hat at hats in the belfry after you left yes but I didn't quit there necessarily. I, I was just reminded of this the other day. I left that, I lost that job when the place went out of business. And then like a year, two years later, they reopened in the same location. No, same name. It was like weird. Band. Like the place when was- they, com- The band breaks up and then they reform. Different name, just without you. <laughs> That's happened to me. <laughs> yeah, that's how they, they were trying to get rid of me. They, they couldn't <laughs> fire me. I had an ironclad contract. The Naked Postman broke up. And got back together as Echo Star <laughs> without me. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, they took off. I'm, they're so famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I have gone. I did go back into Hats in the Belfry after I didn't work there anymore. Other places I got. Most places I got fired. <laughs> so yeah, I, nice. did you I ever go to really Tower go. Video after you? That was one of the only places in town to rent a video. I did not. I think I went in there one time for some reason and I was kind of, I felt really weird about it. It was way after. It was so long afterwards. But I, I remember. Wearing not, a fake skin flap over your mustache. A fake skin flap. <laughs> <laughs> to disguise yourself. That's Tower, so Tower Video went out of business before uh, I grew the mustache. Oh, yes. That was was it like a race ball. between you guys? Yes. I, I swore <laughs> if they go out of business, I you will grow a mustache. At the bottom line. <laughs> And you just started getting like little sprouts and then they were like, quick, shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember after I got fired because I got fired for stealing. And after I got fired, I ran into one of the employees who I was friendly with um, someplace else. And he said, how come you don't come by the store? And I'm like, I got fired for stealing. He's like, nobody cares about that. And I'm like, I know, I know you guys don't, but I think the manager probably does. Oh, okay. He wasn't in charge. He was, I was was specifically, yes, I was specifically told never to set foot in that store again. Really? Oh yeah. You didn't tell us that part. Oh yeah. The guys, the manager said, and don't ever come back here. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What if you came back the next day? I know. Like, did you need to tell me that? Yeah, like, like I'm you not gonna have yeah, shame. Well, you know what? I, think I get what's people, going on here. <laughs> don't you think there are people who would just like come back and just be like, "What?" You know, they're just like yeah. weird ass fucking people, man. I cannot. That's true. You can't account for how weird ass people are going to be. You just don't know. You just don't know. People can be normal and then turn around and be weird ass. It's true. Or they can be someone who's like really upset about it and come back and be like, "I'm I'm actually still going to work here." Or something, and then like still gonna work here. <laughs> they start, are, they start organizing things on the shelves. What are some of the places that you were like scared of? Not places that you worked at, but places you were scared to go mm. in to because of a like an encounter a haunted you had mansion. There or, oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, you can win an old rich man's money if you stay the night there. Yeah, let me think about that. I definitely, well, the first thing that comes to mind is like the, I'm sure I've told this story. It's not great or anything, but I, I've told cool. it, I'm sure. Good preamble. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was little, I was like um, running around the neighborhood and I picked all these flowers and then they were in, from someone's yard and the guy came out and like yelled at me and I cried and like ran home and like threw them in the ditch. <laughs> threw the and, flowers in a ditch. Aww. And I was getting them for my mom. And I don't like to I was yelled at my Lauren. to go by his home. Sure. And then we also had our neighbor who was. Um, did you tell first? I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you tell your parents about this encounter? I think I did run home and cry. 
But because we, if you had just like gone back to the house and apologized, he would have been like, oh, it's fine. And you would have felt good about it. And you could have gone by there whenever. No, you I don't recall anyone telling me to go back there. Mm, that's poor parenting. Well, when some old man comes out and barks at your ass. <laughs> Wait, he was barking. Oh, you didn't tell yeah. us this part. Yeah, he was. He, roof, was, roof. he was short, gray, had four <laughs> legs. Whiskers. <laughs> Big long tail. He must have been retired. He was home all day. <laughs> but there was this woman who was, um, and I'm, I'm sure I've talked about her too, but she was mentally ill and she lived near us and um, we would sometimes cross through her backyard and see her in the window. And it was always really scary because we had a couple encounters with her. And tell me if you've heard this before. She sent a Christmas card to everyone in the neighborhood that said, go to hell. Go to hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> and then she showed up on a rainy night and like said she and my dad were having an affair. And then like, the police uh, were. Um, you her. did not. I have not yeah, heard this I before. I don't remember this part. Oh, I remember. I remember. I don't remember the was, go to hell either. I don't think I never heard oh, that. Oh, you that's, don't? That's incredible. Okay, yeah, we, we everyone in the neighborhood got a Christmas card from her, and then you open it up, and it just said "Go to hell." She wrote, That's she wrote so that. good. I love. I know. Her. I know. I know. It's kind of great. And then she did it have a Christmas tree. She lived, tree she lived with the, her parents. Yeah, yeah. Or? It was like a wreath, and then. It, <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, this is she, nice. Oh. <laughs> she lived with her parents. Wait, wait, written I think. "Go to hell," or yeah, I, I'm she sorry, wrote okay, that in. That not was a printed personal, "Go to hell." Okay, no, she didn't pay for that. Okay. She um, hand wrote all of them. Go to yeah. hell. And everyone che- everyone in the neighborhood checked notes with each other and said, we each got to go to hell. Or it's, was that specifically It's possible we, at the- we were the only ones who did. No, but I, I do think other people, at least another house did, because it was, it was one of, we talked to at least mm-hmm. another person. So it seemed like it was going around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then she, one, I remember she showed up one time and I was really little and I was watching through the, you know, railing. <clears throat> And there was a really rainy night and she was getting taken away by the police because she was, she was harassing my family. Wow. And standing outside and yelling and like saying all this stuff. And she was arrested for having an affair with your dad. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> oh, she why was your know, dad arrested too. Actually, I don't know if she was arrested, but I think she was taken home. Right. Right. But she was <clears throat> being, you know, she was, it was not true. And right. as far as um, you know. I mean, I would hope, given everything I know about the situation, that <laughs> that wouldn't be who he would start it up with. He opens um, the Go to Hell Christmas card, <laughs> just like romantic music starts playing and cards <laughs> come out. Hold on. She was saying that that your dad was having an affair with her? Yeah, it was something. I can't. Well, I was little, so I don't really remember all the details, but it was something about like that he was supposed to be with her and not. Oh, okay. It was like a delusional sort of. Yeah, right. Yeah thing was he holding up a sign that had a picture of a screw and then plus in a baseball or yeah that's how he always communicated um, <laughs> no i don't i don't know I, I should ask my parents the ins and outs of that of their side of that because i only remember from my perspective that there was just like let's call him right it, now it was fairly low-key <laughs> inside the house but it was crazy outside of the house yeah very wow, whatever and happened to her storm she eventually passed away i don't know how um, we all will yeah, Not me, man. but I was always afraid of her house because, you know, when you're a little kid, you just don't understand. So we had a few houses in the neighborhood that parents were don't understand. Parents don't just know. don't understand. Um, we had a few scary houses in the neighborhood. There was one there was a house on our corner that was unlike any other house in the entire neighborhood. It was this really it, it was like I, I wonder if the person who who lived there was the person who built the house because it was kind of modern it was on this big kind of property like they had the whole corner to themselves we called it we called it it was alternately called rob's hill or Mm. hippies hill because the people that lived there were like Mm. hippies man Mm. but they had a um the two big attractions there were they had a crab apple tree where this gigantic hill well, that's a you're taking Rob out of the equation. I mean, it's his. Hill. Why didn't they call it Krabappel like Simpsons? I think because the Simpsons hadn't happened yet, and they okay. couldn't do it. They never thought of it. Too bad. Um, but the Krabappel tree was huge. We used to go climb there. We never, by the way, never saw the people that lived there. Never so it ever was on saw their that. property, like in their front yard. But you would still climb in their tree, or yeah, no, the tree was in their backyard. They had backyard. like. It was weird because their their house did it sat on this corner. It was like this this no fence. This 
hill around it, no fence. Got it. And so sometimes we would cut through to go uh, around the corner. Um, and we never saw anybody that lived there. But we would look in like, like they had a glass front door that was behind this, this foliage. We would like look in it and, you know, see this. It was like kind of a grand, cool house. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I, I wish I could have gone inside there at one point, but we never went in. So the, so the crab apple tree, we would plant the crab apple tree, mm-hmm. me and my little buddies. We would get crab apples and throw them at shit. <laughs> No, like throw them in cars anyone, and buses. Does anyone eat crab apples? Like, is there a crab apple pie recipe? There is actually. Yeah, you really, can, you can put crab apples in things. You can't crab apple. I don't think is a thing you can bite into and be like yum yum. But <laughs> I think you can. I think you can use it in cooking. Um, the other attraction was they had a big uh, garage, like a multi car garage, and inside was what was a dog. But to us was a terrifying monster because (laughs) I think it was like a it must have been like a wolfhound, something like that, like a big dog, because it would jump up to the window and it would bark like crazy and jump up to the window. So you only got a glimpse of it. Um, you know, like this just like fangs (laughs) and this horrendous noise. But it was like we would like creep up to it to see (laughs) like how far you could get before the dog would go crazy. But I remember, I remember in my, I I clearly remember the, the realization when I, when I realized like, Oh no, it's a dog. It's just a dog. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm bigger than it now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was so scary. And I think it was always dark in that garage. It was weird. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe you were only passing by during the day and they were both working or it was a single guy who was working or something, leaving his dog there. I think there must have, there must have been multiple people who lived in that house at one time. Mm. um, And that's how it got the name Hippies Hill. But it was like, we would go, we would. It was like Moon Children. It was like a, yeah, Moon Children probably. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Scott, now that I think of it, I think it was Moon Children. (laughs) <laughs> That's what it was called. You just forgot. But we would like sled off of that hill. It was not like it was not like super steep, but it was enough that you could get one of those like round coaster things, you know, and you could yeah. slide down. You could slide down the hill and it would take you all the because we lived on a on a on a grade an upgrade. It would take you all the way down the street. So That's you so could fun. like it was it was great fun. Never saw it. Why would never anybody come out of the house even to say hi? They were clearly OK with it. Have you, you looked know what at I mean? that house on yeah. Google Maps recently? I have actually, yeah, (laughs) because I was trying to, I was trying to tell Janie about it. Um, I will, yeah, I'll try to, it's, it's kind of hard to get the sense of it. I really wanted to see the house itself, but there is so much greenery around it. Especially if it's ever been on sale and they have pictures from the inside or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. I would love that. Or whatever. Yeah, I should look up the, the address was hard to find because I couldn't remember the exact address. Right. But I'll I'll get on the case. I'll get on the case. We, We had a house that we called the mansion. (laughs) That was like, I I have to look it up too, because now it probably would be so small, but it was the biggest house in the neighborhood for blocks and blocks. It felt Mm -hmm. like it was two stories maybe, and just like bigger than, and it, I think maybe the style of it was, it was like an old kind of Southern mansion or something like that. And we Mm -hmm. all called it the mansion because it was just the biggest, grandest house out of, out of the neighborhood. (laughs) And they once for Halloween, they, they really did it up. They like, that's what all did. of the adults, like four of them, all dressed up like mannequin, like like uh, mannequins on the porch, sitting in rocking chairs that you thought were lifeless dummies, and you would go up to the front and be like, "Oh, they're just dummies that they that they put together," and then all of a sudden they would come to life and like start to come at you and stuff. It was oh, it was wonderful. Did any of them get punched? <laughs> like on YouTube, <laughs> I remember somebody's like dad sitting outside the front of one of the houses when you're trick-or-treating and then like you think it's like a scarecrow and then he's like Bleh! and it's like the scariest shit <laughs> and like thinking about the guy in there is funny <laughs> it's fun to think about the guy in there he's just sitting there for hours just like waiting i know because you have to be ready you know yeah. what i mean so like what do you are you literally just yeah. sitting there that's psychotic <laughs> i did that once that's kind of what i mean <laughs> when, I, when i was when i was it's not old. fun to think about him now <laughs> when I was too old to trick or treat, like around the 13 or 14, I would just sit in the bushes and and jump out at people <laughs> like as they came up. But, uh, but then I'm just like sitting in the bushes for, you know, like, yeah, minutes, weirdo. You know? All right, Lauren. 
What? what the fuck? I look away for <laughs> one second fuck? and you're like, what the fuck? no attention's on me. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm here. I, did you ever trick or treat a year past the time when you were supposed to and it felt yes. weird? Yeah. Yes. I mean, even even like um, I think like fifth grade started to feel a little bit weird. But then like, oh, wow. Definitely sixth grade was too, too old. Yeah. Junior high is probably too old seventh grade is too old right but that's yeah. when we would go smashing pumpkins and you know be crazy together with the with the boys was that because yeah. you were in chicago and smashing pumpkins is from chicago yeah so we knew we had to do that to keep the band alive i remember we used to go guns and roses <laughs> yeah are they from philly <laughs> no <laughs> But it was always kind of exciting. Like once yeah. you like once you became a little too old, then you're like, now we hang out on Halloween, and then that's like a different kind of yes, exactly. Did I tell you about the embarrassing scares that turn into makeouts. The embarrassing Totes. Halloween party I had. Oh, uh, um, nobody came. I don't know. I can't remember if I've talked about it. So I was in seventh grade, and my parents were like, Stop. "Oh yeah, it was your birthday." <laughs> no, and it was Halloween themed, wasn't it? No, it was Halloween, and it was Halloween themed. I thought you had a Halloween themed birthday. What? That's an amazing idea. <laughs> I would like a Christmas themed birthday. I, want, <laughs> I love that. I want my to my come birthday's by. in September. I, I would like a Christmas themed birthday. <laughs> I'm going to make my kid do weird shit like that where it's like you only pick other holidays to be your theme. You cannot have your own theme. It has to be something that already exists. Are you plotting out all the weird things that you're going to do with your yeah, child? I have a whole binder and it's really <laughs> evil. <laughs> Wait, Scott. So seventh grade Halloween party, your Dog house farted my, in here. My oh gosh. Oh wait, in here too. <laughs> the hell <laughs> is that? A new Zoom? Turn Update. your mic down. She looks so relaxed. <laughs> on a BNC. That's the oh, dog who just Franny. <laughs> um, so I, I was. It was seventh grade. It was Halloween. I was too old to trick or treat, but my parents were like, "Why don't you have a party over here? You can invite your new friends." Because I had just gone to a junior high and made you know some oh, new friends. No. And so it was like they set up a whole thing where there was a. They went to this karate school called Cobra Kai. <laughs> they they got a cauldron and my dad got dry ice and made it like bubble. Wow. And, and, and we bobbed. Good for you, dad. It was, it was like bobbing for apples in this cauldron, you know, that you was did bubbling tell with us dry this, ice. Keep, keep talking because I don't remember. And it was everyone had to dress up. And it was it, talking, it was the listening. first time that I had ever <laughs> realized that what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, keep talking on Instagram. <laughs> it was the first time I ever realized how juvenile like this was and, my, and how uncool it was. And I felt mortified. And right. my parents went to such trouble to make it like spooky, but in a kid's way. And it yes. felt with fake cobwebs and stuff. And I, I just felt really judged by these new kids, you know, of that's like, awkward. Oh God, we're at this like stupid party. Do we also had a murder mystery party was, which was a lot like that too. Yeah, that, you probably got beat up at that one. Yeah. Um, what what I <laughs> I think though, what's funny is like that at that age, you think, oh, this is corny. But if you went now as an adult and somebody did that in their house, you would think like, oh, this is oh, neat. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so cute. But there's that yeah. there's that thirteen to eighteen year old period or something mm -hmm. like that where it's everything is uncool. Yeah, there was this uh, person that other I than making up used to be friends with who had an aunt who would have this like cool Halloween house party. This was in LA and like Los Angeles for the listeners. It was just a huge, huge property. And then they go all out. So it was like for kids and adults with this big, like, you know, just stuff everywhere and like activities. Mm. And it was so cool. This is I a mean, David I think Spade's house, right? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> he's, his aunt. His aunt. David Spade's aunt went to throw this party. <laughs> I can't imagine David also like putting anything like that together and being like, here's my Halloween party. <laughs> what if his aunt, I like to picture people's relatives looking exact, like their female relatives looking exactly like them in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> like She's David like, Spade with old lady makeup on and a, and a, a gray wig with a bun. <laughs> just sounding exactly like david spade <laughs> there there was back to places that you're scared to go into and i, I don't think i've talked about this i pray i haven't have i talked about the 7-eleven that i avoided for <laughs> for years mm, no i don't think so not that i'm aware of 
Okay, well, two weird things happened. At the, I'll, first, I'll talk about the other weird thing that happened at the 7-Eleven, which is the only time I think I've ever yeah, called the cops in my life. Yeah, start with the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I've ever called the cops in my life, I believe, was uh, Kulop was at the 7-Eleven by our house, which is a block away from our house, uh, getting something, and some guy started talking to her and asking her questions and then followed her back to our place. From the 7-Eleven and parked outside of our place, Mm -mm. like just watching it. And so I took down his license plate, called the cops, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that was the weird thing that happened in 7-Eleven. But so, and I'm very embarrassed by this story. Uh, So my my local 7-Eleven, I would go in there all the time. And on Thursday nights, the new Entertainment Weekly would, would be there. And so I would always like... Take a trip there on Thursday night and get an Entertainment Weekly. Got to get the fresh Jim Mullins hot sheet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy who worked there, I can't remember his name, but he was a cool guy and I would always talk to him. Fonzie? Yeah, yeah, that's him. He would always hit the jukebox. <laughs> the <laughs> say step into my office. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Seven living bathroom. <laughs> um, no, he and he was like, hey, are you in the movie business? Cause I was always getting an entertainment weekly Ooh. and I was like, I mean, kind of, <laughs> um, I guess I was at the time. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> you're like, I'm in the business of watching them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it felt like. But he was like, well, you know, in my, in my country where I came from, uh, I made movies and I was like, Oh wow. Is that really? He's like, yeah, I'm a director and a writer and, and, you know, I'm trying to make them out here, but you know, like I was, I was kind of a big deal in, in my home country. And I was like, that's so cool. And he's like, let me, let me loan you this movie I made. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and God. so the next time he, next time I came in, he had this DVD that he gave me of this movie. I can't remember what it was called. Um, and my porno. starring me Me? and my penis (laughs) Um, no but it was like a it was it it was a a drama and i read reviews of it and it was like it's supposedly a really powerful drama from india and all this kind of stuff okay and it sat there on my dvd player for a year at least oh no it felt like it felt like homework to me no you can never go back and I, every time I would go in, he'd go, you watch it? And I was like, no, not yet. And then after a while, it it turned into, can Dust I just have it back? And disappeared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, oh, no. And then, so then I was like avoiding the 7-Eleven. I would sometimes pull up to the 7-Eleven, see he was there and turn around <laughs> and drive away. And then no! did you not return it? Finally, I put it, I, I, I was like, it I, to the window. I can't do this in person. I put it into a, a manila envelope and got there during the day when he wasn't there and said, Hey, could you give this to this person? And, and they said, sure. And, and then I still don't think I ever went back to the Seven Eleven. and this is a block away from my house. I could you, never go to it. Yeah, again. You would and never you never, you never watched the movie. I never watched the movie. I'm sure it was good, but I just never found myself in the mood to watch like a subtitled, like super dramatic thing, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, that's my, I definitely have places. My, that like is my that. shame. I definitely have places <laughs> like that, but I can't think of them right now, but I know that there were places where I like did something weird and I was like, I can never show my face in there again. Um, I don't know what should have been the studio <laughs> that we recorded. I'm just, I should be so embarrassed that I never show up to your wolf again. <laughs> yeah, you never show up to three of them ever again. <laughs> I can't believe I did all that and told all those stories. <laughs> There's probably places I shouldn't have gone back to. Uh, that I should have been more embarrassed to show my face in there again. <laughs> just many bars where I got just sloppy drunk. Yeah. Where you miss those days, buddy? Oh, my God. Not at. <laughs> I can't. I when I think back on that, I'm like, how am I alive? Yeah, like it was dumb. Like I remember, I remember like going to the Cat and Fiddle and then like closing it down, being shit faced drunk and walking home to my apartment. And that's um, a, yeah, that was a kind of a bit of a hike. That was like a twenty to half hour, twenty yeah. minute to half hour walk. And like I'm, st- I'm like staggering. Like that's how drunk I am. <laughs> and like anything could happen to me. Like if I, if oh, any, no. if any criminal saw me, like absolutely, oh, yeah. well, this guy for sure got to, got to jump. Or you this could guy. be hit by a car. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I took a lot of, I took a lot of dumb chances. 
I never called the cops. Could have blacked out on the street. Oh, I wish. Um, I've never called the cops. I don't think I I have either. I don't think I ever have. Yeah, there's usually not a reason to. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I've never been in a a situation where it was like, oh, my God, this guy, you got to find this guy that did this thing just now, you know? Yeah. I guess it's the only time I I would. I guess when I was young, we called the cops because some guy tried to pick me up on the street. And so he like. too heavy? <laughs> what if a guy was just going around trying to lift people? <laughs> hey, can you know, I lift you? Actually, I kind of remember. Maybe I did one time call, but I don't know if this happened to me or somebody else, and I'm just pretending it happened to me. But it was I, I, I in my memory, there was a guy who was running across the freeway, and it was like terrifying. Like he was crossing oh, I, like many. Oh, I guess recently like that, I yeah. called nine one one because there was a guy walking on the freeway mm. in the in the second, not the right hand lane, but the second to right hand lane. Yeah, on the freeway, just like, like in walk, the actual in, car area, in the actual like just walking and like. I slowed down and, and, you know, like drove behind him for a little bit so no one would crash into him or anything and called 911 to get people out there. And they had already received calls about the guy. Yeah. I think and they were sending someone to out. Too. They were like, what else you got? Anything <laughs> yeah, else anything, juicy anything else happening? That we Old don't news. know about? <laughs> <laughs> we're covering that one, bud. <laughs> but the guy who tried to pick me up on the street, I, I always remember being so... Uh, not embarrassed, but uh, regretful that I didn't get his license plate number. Like the minute he drove off, I was like, oh, I should have gotten his license plate number. Yeah, he like drove up to me. I'd never seen the guy. Hey, sweet thing. He's like literally on the street I live. Hey, good looking. We'll be back (laughs) to pick you up later. You're thinking of the Simpsons, Paul. Come on. (laughs) Um, No, he was just like, hey, do you want to ride to school? Uh, oh, you were a little kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen the guy. He wasn't a neighbor or anything like that. And so, you no, know, thanks, really Gary. Thank God that I, you know, of course, was like, no. <laughs> I had a friend who was like, <laughs> who wants to go to school? <laughs> asked to get into people's. I'm cars on my way to work. Multiple times. <laughs> Give me a ride. <laughs> you had a friend who what, Lauren? Was asked to get into people's cars multiple times, like as a kid. Jeez, same person or different cars? Uh, different cars. Were they one car was shaped? like a. Uh, they were car shaped and one came down her street here. <laughs> and tried to get her to get in. And it was like, Oh, your mom told me to come get you like that kind of thing. And then there was an, another time that happened. I mean, it was just yeah, like, the mom some, told me to get you. Oh God. That's so How, creepy. I, you you got to tell kids pretty young about this kind of stuff. Right. I mean, I was just going to yeah. say, I don't, I don't remember being told that stuff, but maybe I, I was I too young and I don't remember. I don't know was whether like I was school. told by my parents or by by school, but it's yeah, like something you got to like get program. to really early. We had to like go in the auditorium and watch like an old video of like you know perver- how perverts talk, and then and you filed <laughs> it away and said, "I'm going to do comedy like, someday based I'll on this." Use all of these. <laughs> this is how perverts <laughs> um, talk. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. How <laughs> <laughs> they know? Um, but I remember that. I remember, excuse me, I was like, (laughs) Oh God, perverts. Oh, I'm choking up. So emotional. Um, The perverts turned to ash in my mouth. (laughs) I remember that. I remember learning like that you could have a code word with your parents. So like if someone was going to pick you up, that that person should say this word. What was your word? Do you remember? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we like made a word. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I pretty much would just know I shouldn't go with anybody. Yeah. Right. Occasionally, my friends—they weren't even my friends. People I knew at church would would because I walked thirty-five minutes to school in junior high. Would like pull over and say, "Get in the van." But then other times I would see Ew. the van pass. Yeah, Henry Rollins? <laughs> no, it was nice. They were like, none of get the in kids, the van. None of the kids liked me, but they but I went to their church. So occasionally, oh, so be like, get in the van. So, yeah. So, so but but then other times I would see the van pass me by, and I would know mm. that they would be like. We're not stopping for him today. Like, what is this? An everyday thing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, drop a line somewhere. Yeah. Like once a week, maybe. Yeah. All right, we have to take a break. Speaking of okay. once a week, we Sorry, do this we, once a week. We take we breaks. take a break once a week. Yeah. Here we go. Bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. 
Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we're back. And Lauren, Hi. over the weekend, you send an email to all of your friends saying you were taking a shower. What is what was that all? Oh about? my god! Well, I had now a little baby funny. shower. You had a baby I shower. Had a little drive-by baby shower, and it was very nice. It was, it was really like fun. Boys in the Hood. It was <laughs> just like that. That was the theme. Um, no, it was very nice, and it was it was very um, special to feel like you know there's a community. It's been such a weird year. Obviously, I don't know. What you're um, yeah, I know because you you had a normal year where you just do whatever you wanted the whole time. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but <laughs> break. you know, it was just nice to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time, and to feel like um, they're all still there. Because I mean, you know, I think I I feel yeah, I've stayed know. I've stayed pretty connected with my friends through social media and whatever. Like I feel like I'm, I'm aware of what everyone's like up to, but it's so different when you're just running into everyone all the time. Yeah. And there's just like that kind of like the friendship is sustained by you just like seeing each other all the time at the theater and whatnot. Yeah. It made me realize I want to see people. I want to make more of an effort to see people because I realized, you know, how much Janie and I have been homebodies you know, yeah. before quarantine. And we're like, we're happy to stay at home. It's not like we hate going out, but we, I, I really did miss seeing so many people and, it made me think like, well, I want to have people over to my home, you know, I want to yeah. like sit around a, a, a table and share a meal and, and talk and laugh, you know, and I, I yeah. want to make an effort to, 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 I want to really make an effort to do that more, to make it a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's not something that you just keep thinking like, oh, we should have them over sometime. And then you yeah, never totally. do it. I know. Uh, well, how was the barbecue you went to, Paul? It, you know what? It was a real it was fun, but it was kind of a challenge, and it was uh, uh, a, a strange return to normal life that I hadn't thought about because it was a part. It was a small party, about you know twenty twenty five people, and it was half people that I knew and half people I didn't know. So it was just enough to give me like a little anxiety. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that feeling of like I'm sitting with somebody that I don't know super well, but I kind of know, and I felt the um the the not pressure, but I felt the obligation to like keep the conversation going. Yeah. But which you haven't had to do in a while. Which I haven't had to do in a while. But I, I, what I realized is, uh, oh, here's what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to keep asking questions. So I'm not the person that has to, uh, keep talking. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll let, and I'm fine to like That's listen to the person and be engaged and everything. It really is. Yeah. I but remember it's when like, I like figured that out, you know, mm -hmm. like in my early 20s, I was like, oh, if I ask questions, like the conversation is way easier. If I ask yeah. questions about this person, I don't give a shit about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll keep talking. And then it's almost like we did something. And honestly, um, it's like now you have a, a perfect uh, icebreaker, you know, is to just ask people, how are they feeling about things? Mm -hmm. You know, and don't don't ask them how their year has been, but ask them, how are they feeling about things opening up and everything like yeah. that? Because everybody kind of wants to talk about it. And 
and talk about their feelings about it. But I, I did feel like, and then when it was time to go, it was also, it was an afternoon thing. And so like, st- I'm not a big fan of afternoon parties. There's, what? there's like a standing in the sun aspect to it that I don't uh, enjoy. It makes yeah. me tired. And, um, so when we were getting ready to go, then it's like, you get stopped by people that you know. And now it's like everyone you see is somebody you haven't seen in forever. I know. And so, it's so weird. Yeah. But I got to say, I felt like everybody was on the same level of understanding. You know, yeah. like everybody got it. Everybody was like, yes, I understand you're leaving. I'm not going to like keep you. It's good to see you, you know. So it, it felt very, um, it felt very welcoming and, and easy in that way. But yeah, I did. It took me a while to process like, oh, why am I feeling this way? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm at a party. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. I mean, the the shower was like a step a dipping up of the toe because I was like having a lot it wasn't of conversations, everyone all at the same time. but it wasn't everyone at the same time. And that was kind of yeah. nice. And I had like a little moment with everyone, which, which worked well. And I feel like for mm-hmm. a shower, that's typically what happens anyways, that you kind of like have the conversation with each person about yeah. how it's going, what's going on, what are you thinking about? And then are you that sad would be that you, anyway. Are you sad you didn't get to do the traditional shower stuff of like whatever game? I've been to the one. The diaper game. Life. Yeah. Where you have to guess the shit. Um, <laughs> I, what is it? I wasn't, you, you put candy like, bars in diapers and you melt uh, them and then you have to guess it. what they are. Who started um, this? Oh, the candy. I don't know. Some, some of them are. <laughs> the candy company. Everyone <laughs> started this game. Some of the, the, those baby shower games are so weird though. I mean, like I, I don't really miss that part of it. I, I, I did a zoom family shower, which was really nice, but I was, um, I was sad leading up to it that I wouldn't be able to be with everyone. Yeah. And that was kind of hard. I was just like worrying that I wouldn't feel connected to everyone, Mm -hmm. but my sister-in-law organized it and it was really great. And she put together like videos from friends and family and like, a PowerPoint, strangers. like, you know, activity sort of thing. <laughs> a lot of strangers. Mark check Ruffalo? cameos from, like, a bunch of weird guys. It would be so awesome if someone was like, we made this video for your birthday or whatever, and then it was just strangers wishing you happy that's, birthday. That's cameo. And you're, and you're like, hey, I really care about you. And you're like, who are all these people? Hey, your friends tell me you were born. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, opened presents that my family had sent and stuff. And it was really, it, felt, it actually felt really great. And it felt as normal as it could, given the circumstances. Can I tell you, I kind of, I've been to a couple uh, drive-by birthday things, showers, whatever. I kind of like it and I think it should stay. A handful of people <laughs> said that as they were coming through, like, this is how everything should be. It's like, I they had a scheduled window of time to show it's up. Fun. They were like, <laughs> got to talk for a bit, have yeah. fun, and then they drove off and it's like low pressure. It was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very easy. And I do I think do that. I think you should install a drive-through window at your place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just, if you want to come by and say something, I mean, I think it's nice. Also, just because of this year of like not really socializing, it's kind of the perfect amount of socializing. Like, yeah, you don't want you don't have to talk to a hundred people. Like, you know, everyone who goes to the party doesn't have to talk to everyone else. It's not like yeah. a whole thing where you're like, no, I have to go and be there for an hour or whatever. It's like you just get to have a little moment and of connection, which is nice. But yeah, when, I went to a backyard barbecue the other day and it was probably 50 people or so and the minute i got there we were some of the last people to arrive i think because it had been going on for four hours before we got there i think Mm -hmm. and immediately people started hugging us and i was like no we're not bringing this back (laughs) did we learn (laughs) oh i don't have a problem with that at all but scott's never liked hugging that's true i'm a hugger yeah i just like I don't know. And it wasn't, it wasn't people I'm especially close with. That's well, that's part thing. of, that's part you of know it. What I mean? You know, I feel like when this, when this happened and then you were, you know, we were kind of reflecting on it, like maybe six months in, it was like, I was always hugging everyone. You know, like I, yeah. I did have that feeling like I'm not really a hugger, but I have become one so because you're a social hugger does. because of the climate. Yeah. yeah. Everyone does it. And it's like, it, but then there's like times where you're like, I'm hugging someone and I feel like we, neither of us want to be hugging, you know? Right. And it's like, why yeah. are we doing this? Yeah, and yeah. it felt to me like people were hugging because it's like, we're out in the world. Come here. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, and there, and there were some people that I technically 
would would hug in any situation but i was just like i thought we were getting rid of hugs and shaking hands and stuff like that and then the first social situation i'm in people are immediately like grabbing me yeah i i really want to get rid of handshakes and then the last couple times i've seen people i ended up shaking hands yeah i met some guy the other day i have to make i feel like i have to make a conscious effort to not do that literally the first day out the first day that kulop and i were both vaccinated and we went over to our friend's can I, for can a I, I have to yes. I have to stop you for one second, and this is very embarrassing given how long we've been doing this. Yeah. Who's Kulop? Oh shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I also have another question. It's gonna sound really insane. You keep saying like me and I. I just don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> but I went to just a small thing with like eight people, and one of the people had a boyfriend that I had never met before, and he immediately stuck his hand out and was like, hey, nice to meet you. And I was like, dude, first day? I gotta shake a hand? First day? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. I look, I'm not fully vaccinated yet, but I look forward to being fully vaccinated so that I can go do some things, though. Like, I, and the things I want to do are really, they're really dumb. But I, sure. Like, like, I want to go to Target. Yeah. See a movie to, that a guy there who works there made. I have a screening at my home of that movie. Um, <laughs> no, I want to go to Target really bad. I want to like go get my haircut and like not be. I haven't been to a salon this whole time. I've just gotten haircuts through random, you know, ways and means. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, sure <laughs> through work, for example, <laughs> random they, they, ways they cut my and hair means. at work because I hadn't cut it. In so long. So on that good was, girls. Those were the best when I was doing the comedy band going TV show to, to know that I could get my hair cut like for the entire five years that I was mm-hmm. working on that. Just like never having to go to a. It's know. really nice. And well, it's really nice during this time. But and then I had like one haircut on my porch, like in July yeah, of last year, had, which was yeah, I had one. so sweaty and, you know, it's just not fun. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to like just doing little things like that. Just by myself even like it's not even about like how I want to get together with everyone so bad which I also do but I'm like I just like running all my errands and taking my time and not really thinking about anything and cool up this morning was like do you want to go see a movie tonight at like a theater and I was like (laughs) well I don't think there's anything you want to see because only a quiet place part two is out oh yeah no I can't see that (laughs) yeah so um but just the idea of that was very is it just called a quiet place part two is that the title Probably, I don't know, a quiet quieter place, place is an even more quiet place. A loud it's place? It's a quiet place, but the <laughs> A is a two. We fell in love in a quiet place. Why didn't they live in the waterfall? Well, this is the thing. Build a nice Frank one? Lloyd Wright style house above the waterfall. And you got something there. <laughs> All you got to do is, look, I know there's aliens that are attracted to sound. Just build a Frank Lloyd Wright house <laughs> by the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, the building part won't attract anyone. You won't die. <laughs> um, hey, did you guys watch Mayor of Easttown? Are you all, did yes. you watch that shit? No, I only watched the first episode. And, okay. and then everyone's tweeting about it. And I'm like, well, do I watch the whole thing now? I, I've skimmed every tweet. I've avoided reading. I, that's how I felt about right. the King of Tigers or whatever he was. That he was the Tiger King, oh, the and king I renounced him. Tigers. <laughs> um, I yeah, we cared about him so much for like two. <laughs> we cared about the him quarantine so had just started. People needed things to do. That he was, was in our hearts. Um, I I subtweeted the the about the ending of the show, and a couple people got mad at me because they were like, That's "This spoiler. is a major spoiler, and you ruined it for me." And I'm like, "When if you, you tweeted that, I was wondering." <laughs> when you, I, was I did like, see your tweet, and I thought. Okay, I can either let my mind go wild and think about how this implies that this, this, yeah. this happened. And then I thought, look, odds are I'm not going to watch this show. Yeah. But if I do, <laughs> hopefully I'll have forgotten this tweet by then. And, you know. I've, yeah. I still I, remember it. I'll never forget it. But I'll see, but never see, forget you that about, tweet. You were about to say that if you haven't watched it yet, it's on you. But it's like. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Lauren! Oh, you were going to say you're a dumb Lauren idiot. Dorothea Allegra Lapkus. <laughs> wow, not bad. Castle. Um, I was not, what I was going to say was, if you were able, if you just saw this tweet and you put all of that together, Without that is, first of all, that is a knock against the show. <laughs> and also, you're a better detective than Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I thought when I first started watching that show, they called her Mayor because she was the mayor. I expected it to be like Mr. Mayor. That is, but a you said thing. it was spelled M A R E. 
That's yeah, a thing the- that drives me nuts about the show is that it's based on a an accent pun. <laughs> oh, it is? No, yeah. it's Mayor it's Mayor Elizabeth. What's her actual name? They said her name it in is the Marianne. final episode. Yeah. Marianne, Mayor. Yeah. No, they're just like, hey, Mayor. Like yeah. I would call Marianne. Like if I were So Skipper, they call her they call her Mayor for short, for but instance. but titling it Mayor of Easttown is like that's how people in that region say mayor. Right. They say no, mayor. Well, that's what I thought it was, but it turned yeah. out not to and in the final episode where they're like Marianne. Hey, Marianne. I was like, oh, that's why it's called Mayor of Easttown, even though they called her Mayor the whole time. I got it. But, you re- what? <laughs> but I wondered if it was like what? they were calling her the mayor. No, they were. <laughs> even her mother was calling her the mayor. Well, it's like her nickname because she was so good at basketball. They were like, wow, you should be in charge of you basketball. Never you should be the mayor of basketball. That it was sure. <laughs> You're, or you're, why are you whole, you're why being are you disingenuous. Your you're being disingenuous, Scott. I and Laura, why are you baby. rubbing your face? I got a little tired from this. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor of Easttown. I love Kate Winslet, though, and I thought the accent she was doing was really well done. She did. A good, I thought everybody did a good job with the accents. I really do. Yeah, I thought Witches. not everybody was perfect, but she was she was really especially being from another country. Like that was that's um, not, that's what I'm it's saying. Tricky. It's like that's it's a very, very specific tricky. accent. Quick, yeah. Quicksilver had the best accent, I thought. Didn't, didn't I thought he really. did great. Evan yeah. Peters did great. Yeah, he's awesome. Did great. All right. Well, we only do this once a week, but we have to take a break. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. back i'm paul i'm scott i'm lauren and it's time for one of our famous threechers that's right these are world famous people around the world know them what they are 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 you mispronouncing creatures no no no. it's threechers it's like a feature but there's the three of us threechers it's a game and i'm paul and what we do (laughs) is we play a game and sometimes people send in games um, like Luke Benson did. Thank you, Luke Benson, for this game called I've Got Some Bad Tunes. Luke, I'm mm. your father. Ha. Luke, I'm your Benson. Robert Guillaume. <laughs> One player. Here's how we play. Luke, I'm your Benson. <laughs> what if he turned to the camera? D- oh, gosh. And then the theme from Benson plays, but it's Darth yep. Vader. Going what is through the theme from the, In the Benson theme. We have talked da, about this da, before. It's almost a bewitched. Yeah, oh, wait. it is. We literally uh, had this conversation, then we looked it up. No, we didn't. We've never talked about Benson before. We have not talked about the Benson theme song before. I swear okay. to God. I swear. This is the first what? time I've ever thought about the Benson theme okay. song in my life. Really? Yeah. I swear You're to having... God. And you can double spank me next what time What show see was uh, Ted Danson on? Cheers. No, it's down to B. Becker. Becker, and that You're was the thing. You're thinking of Becker. Jimmy Pardo f- had a very funny scene on Becker. Yes, he did. So did the Slar Brothers. And my friend Aaron Reed danced to the Becker theme song for one full hour on YouTube. <laughs> the Slar Brothers posted like a video from a bar mitzvah they were at when they were kids. And they're I exactly the same. I loved exactly it so much. Exactly the same. Yes. It's, it, it was, was wild so funny. how timeless they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So everyone shut up because here's the name of the game. It's called I've Got Some Tunes. One player chooses a scenario where someone has to deliver some bad news. Another player chooses a song or tune that the other players will know. The third player has to deliver the bad news from the given scenario to the melody of the chosen song. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. So who's doing what? 
I'll okay, so song. I'll say I've got some bad news, Paul. Or, or, okay, so you're the person doing performing mm-hmm. it. Okay, so Paul, you you pick the situation. I'll pick the song. Okay, the situation is uh, there has been a massive fire. Your house has burned down, and your car exploded when it caught on fire. Okay, and the song, and my song is Paradise City. Okay. <clears throat> hey Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got some bad news I need to share with you. No, I like good news. This is bad. Hey, what about me? Are you talking to me too? Sure, why not? You do live there, so yeah. <laughs> I'm his roommate. What do you mean you live there? It has something to do with our house? Well, <laughs> <laughs> There's been a fire and everything's burned. Everything's gone and your car's gone too. It exploded. <laughs> Wait, everything gone? What do you mean? The whole house? Your clothes are gone and your kitchen is gone. Your bathroom's gone and your foyer's gone. There's a huge fire. <laughs> but the car is still there, isn't it? Car exploded when the fire went off. It's <laughs> gone, including the car. It's all gone. <laughs> but, all right. Well, oh, go ahead, Scott. Oh, no. I'm sorry, you have another question. <laughs> Should we call insurance? There's no point in gun insurance. It's a real Oscars. Not even a point. <laughs> they're not Don't they want to know? Our house burned down. <laughs> they're not going to give us anything. <laughs> Wait, do you know something about how it started? The fire started when, <laughs> when I walked right by and I flicked a match and it all went oh, sky you, high. You said your it? house is gone. <laughs> I canceled your insurance last week. <laughs> what? Why? How'd you get our password? I figured it out when your password was big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> please. All right. Proof of concept. Uh, that was fun. We can okay. continue playing the game. Okay. It is not I will name dismiss. the song now. You you're doing the song? <clears throat> I'll name the song. Okay. And then that means that I have to do the situation because Paul's already done the situation. Okay, so Paul, you'll sing. Okay. Uh this situa- It's gotta be a song I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the situation is you're telling someone that you have to amputate both of their legs. Okay. And the um song is Longest Time by Billy Joel. <laughs> hey ding dong what's up Lance? <laughs> paul's at the door oh answer it oh okay hey hey paul hi scott hi ding dong what's up players uh ding dong i just <laughs> got up, your res- i just got your test results back oh yeah and i'm I wondering some, about those i have some bad news you can't you do house calls now? Yeah, I do. You just wanted to hear your famous catchphrase, didn't you? <laughs> well, I say it on the phone too, but I'm glad you're here. Um, you might want to sit down. Okay. Because that's all you'll be able to do for a while. <laughs> while. Get used to it. What do you mean? I have got some <laughs> awful news to tell. <laughs> you will soon lose both your legs as well. Uh-huh. They must be chopped off. <laughs> and I am going to chop them off because your legs are being amputated. Oh, I do have to chop off your legs. I do have to chop off your legs. I did not want it to come to this that you would need crutches now to piss <laughs> I'm very sorry your legs are coming with me I have got to chop up both of your two legs hold on hold on hold on you're gonna do it now and you're taking them with you now I have to chop off those two legs. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me stop will... you. Let me stop you. I know, I know that much is happening. Why is this happening? Yeah, what? 
What were the test results? I mean, what what specifically? You have diabetes type 16. <laughs> it is the worst case I've ever seen. <laughs> Your foot won't be enough. I've got to take the whole leg. I am going to chop up both of your two legs. Oh. Stop singing. What? My God. This how is I deliver so news. insensitive. This is how I deliver news. That was a beautiful Why, song. How, how did this start? When, what was the first person you ever delivered news to this way? When I was just born out of the womb, I looked all around the delivery room. I said to my mom, this is how I deliver news, so you had better get used to this thing. Get used to this thing. <laughs> okay. Any other so questions, now, Ding Dong? No, no, I'm good. Just chop them off and go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Scott has to sing. You have to do the situation. Okay. Lauren. And you cope with the song. Okay. Yes. Um the situation is that um tonight you're going to choke on some bubble gum. And <laughs> psychic prediction. <laughs> I mean, psychics can deliver bad news. It's true. Yeah, it's, a, it's a psychic, and they're telling Tonight, you that you're I am though. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you're telling. That's terrible news. Oh, I'm, I'm going to choke on some bubblegum. Oh, I'm telling it to one of you. Okay, got it. And they're gonna choke on bubblegum, and they're gonna um, die. But it's gonna be like in front of a crowd of people who thinks they're kidding. Okay. Okay. And the song is The Star Spangled Banner. Okay. Uh, Paul. Psychic ding, Scott, what are you doing yeah. here? Ding dong. I, What's up, uh, please? I, um, God, there's no easy way to say this, but uh, I want to What are to you doing by. holding that crystal ball? Is this a house call? You don't it's make house real, calls. It's not real crystal. It's glass. <laughs> oh, okay. It works, though. It works, though. It's and a glass I, ball. It's a glass ball. It's it's actually a bowling ball. Weirdly enough, it's it's got the three holes right here. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm going bowling after this. Uh, it's not what I use for my premonitions, but I did have a premonition, and I wanted to tell you guys about it. Fuck. Okay. Well, it could be good. Oh, Paul and Ding Dong. What's up, players? <laughs> Tonight, something's gone wrong. You will chew some bubble gum, having split it in twain. Each Why are you taking a half. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So we're both. You're answering my question. Thank you. Each taking half a piece and chewing it all night. I'm so sorry. What brand gum? Dentine is the brand of gum. You shall chew it till 2 a.m. Sorry, what, what flavor of dentine? <clears throat> Spearmint mixed with peppermint Ew. is it's a variety pack. Do they make... Oh, so wait, we're splitting... <laughs> we're, it's one piece of gum that is both spearmint and peppermint? One of you takes half a piece of peppermint, and the other takes half a piece of spearmint. Why don't we each just, why are we chewing half the a piece of The gum looks too big for you to fit into your mouth. So you, did I lose the You sort of did, yes, you did. Gum, where, where am I? <laughs> oh, say can this start? Okay. Uh, the gum looks too big for this to fit inside your mouth. So to both of us, the gum looks too big. So, so you put no, you it in your maws. <laughs> And you choke the fuck out. You put it in your maws. <laughs> like M-A-W-S. M-A-W? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like our gaping, our gaping maws. Our gaping maws, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just didn't understand that word, but yeah. Um, so that's all true? I mean, I don't know. Half the shit that I come up with isn't true, so I, it might, it might so not So you admit happen. you come up with it. It's not something that's really... Yeah, I come up with it, but then it comes true, so... Hey, you're talking. <laughs> Do you want me to start over? <laughs> Will you please take the gum from us? Take this gum out of our house. 
Oh, Paul <laughs> wants me to take Who are you this talking come to? out of the house. Are you having an aside? We, we know. But <laughs> if I do that, then my premonition might not come true. I am so ethically torn. Should I change this future I've seen? If I take this gum out, will he go buy his own gum? No. And then there's you told me I'm gonna choke on gum, I'm not gonna buy more gum. Here, just kind of zoning out while I'm singing to myself. Should I try to intercede and save both their lives? Yes. I will not take this gum from their house. No, not today. I've always wanted them to die. And my wish is coming true. Yay. <laughs> Play ball. Wow, your wish is coming true. How interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys heard that? <laughs> there was something that you wanted to happen, but then you just happened to have a psychic premonition about it. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about this a long time. For the longest time. <laughs> Well, that's how you play. I've got some bad tunes, and we'll probably do that one again. That, that was, was fun. fun. Good Thank game. you, Luke Benson. I am your father. All right. Uh, that does it for this episode of Freedom. Sure Listen, does. if you want to get some of our fantastical merch, uh, go to podswag.com, look up Freedom stuff, and it's all there, uh, unless it's sold out. Um, and you, we, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Freedom USA. Uh, and if you want to submit a Threacher like Luke, I am your Benson did, then write to freedomusa at gmail.com. And that is how your life will yeah. get good. And I'm really engaged with the fans, so I love it when fans follow. And Scott, Scott loves our fans. always uh, the one who mans the Instagram, and you mm -hmm. will see that. It's very evident. Um, <laughs> and I know fans love that, so we really appreciate you doing that, Scott. It's the only too. place. I don't even do it on my own social media, but it's the only place where I, where I can really connect and get real with the fans. Yeah, yeah it feels like that. It feels yeah. like that. So the There's strength in numbers. Follow, Safety yeah. in numbers, yeah. <laughs> anyway, stop, stop, stop listening. Stop listening. Stop, stop listening to us. Stop listening. Stop listening. Stop listening. Stop listening. Don't listen, you're going to hear this. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, bye. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.